I'm Danae King, and this is The Storytellers Project. True stories, real people, recorded live on stage. Our second live show in Columbus is coming up on June 15th. Get your tickets now at dispatch.com slash attend storytellers. Today, you'll hear from Ramona Reyes from our first show on March 9th with the theme Growing Up and her story called Hidden Heroes. Enjoy the show. I'm the eighth child, born on the eighth day, on the eighth month. The number eight has a lot of significance in my life. A lot of its characteristics remind me of my grandmother, my namesake. My grandmother had these big gray curls, beautiful smile, dazzling gray eyes. But she wore these matching polyester clothes, blue shirt with blue pants, brown shirt with brown. If it had a pattern, they also matched. We said my grandmother invented garanimals. <laughs> she was a migrant worker and dropped out of school at an early age. She learned how to read and write English using the Bible. She taught me Spanish using the Bible. Came in handy later in life. She worked way into her 80s as a senior companion working in a nursing home. She'd always giggle and say, I am helping people younger than me. She volunteered. I would say I learned my faith, my work ethic, and my volunteerism from her. She was my mentor. So I was eighth. That's a significant number. But I was also first in many things, especially in my education. I'm a child of migrant farm working family. We would travel from a little town in South Texas near the Mexican border all throughout the United States picking fresh fruits and vegetables. My parents would make probably about $15,000 a year to raise a family of 11. But I didn't feel poor. When school started, I had brand new clothes. And my mother would start buying us clothes for the following year, figuring out how much we would grow. In the back of the house, it was this closet. And you could see the, the blue jeans piling up, the T-shirts, the six-pack of tube socks, the school supplies. School was very important in my family. My mother wanted to make sure that none of us worked in the fields when we grew up. See, my mom dropped out in second grade and never learned how to read or write. She'd always say, No seas burra como yo. Don't be a dummy like me. My mom was no dummy. She would display her pride when you walked into our living room there was these 11 by 14 pictures of all my siblings in their high school cap and gown. And I couldn't wait to be on that wall. I also knew I did not want to be a migrant worker. Working out in the hot sun the very first time, even though I didn't pick very often, all it took was picking up that first nasty tomato out there in the field and said, oh my God, this is not something I want to do for the rest of my life. So I knew I had challenges and we were poor, so I had to do everything I could to make sure that I got a scholarship somewhere. My junior year, Dr. Jose Villa and several recruiters from the Ohio State University came down to South Texas and tried to convince my parents that it's okay that your little daughter travels 1,500 miles away from your 
house all the way to this place out there in Columbus, Ohio, and go to school. Well, a little tug and war and making sure that I got the grades. I got accepted at Ohio State University, and I was awarded the Campbell Soup Scholarship for migrant students that would travel to Ohio every year. I was so excited. <laughs> and it included a trip home to ensure that we didn't get homesick. So here I go, and I land in the shores of the Olentangy River. <laughs> the very first time that I was around people that didn't look like me, didn't act like me, didn't talk like me, because in South Texas, 85% Mexican-American. So it was a little bit of a culture shock for me. Then my grades started to slip, and I was in risk of losing my scholarship. Now, Dr. Villa had promised my family that he would take care of me, that he would ensure that I was going to be successful. And he wrapped all these resources around me, including Dr. Stephen Hill, two very important people in my life that continue to be in my life today. And they said, Ramona, how would you feel if you had to pack everything up and go home and tell your parents you failed? I said, that's not something I want to do. So I made sure I turned around and I was getting ready to graduate at the Ohio State University. And my parents made the 23-hour trip to come to my graduation. And my dad said, I'm going to be in full Mexican garb with a big sombrero so you can see me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I hope not. <laughs> but as I walked into the Ohio State University Stadium on a sunny, bright day, tens of thousands of people in that stadium, and I looked around, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to see my parents. But as I looked up, the B-deck stands, there's my father. And he's waving his white Texas-sized cowboy hat so that I knew that they were there. That very moment, I'm like, Wow. We did it. We made it. And the two most important people in my life were in the stadium. And all that hard work that they had gone through lived through me. My lived experience and having that degree at Ohio State University gave me a very successful work career. I was inspired as being the first-generation college graduate, the first Latina elected official in the city of Columbus. The first in my family to survive breast cancer. But now it was my turn to give back. So I developed the Ramona Reyes Foundation, named after my grandmother, so that I could create a scholarship to give back to people just like me.
And that occurred because I have very important people in my life. My grandmother, my first mentor, my mother, my mentor, my father, my mentor, Dr. Jose Villa, my mentor, Dr. Stephen Hill, Alejandro Rodriguez, Richard Gandarillas. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. I was first in many aspects of my life. But with the work I do now, I know I will not be the last. Thanks so much for listening to the Columbus Storytellers Project. Get details and tickets for our next show at dispatch.com slash attend storytellers and support local journalism and the Storytellers Project by subscribing to local journalism at dispatch.com slash subscribe now.